0: Thanks for tuning in to What Is The Point? This podcast is tailored for those navigating their 20s and 30s who want to end up somewhere on purpose. We promise to keep the conversation real and honest as we ask ourselves this question, what's the point in all the different facets of our life? It's our desire that you would gain practical handles to these deeper questions we ask ourselves every single day. So with that being said, let's hop into this week's episode of What Is The Point? Hello, and welcome to What is the Point? Hello. <laughs> that uh, right there that chimed in early was Jordan Deese. My bad. I jumped the gun. He,
1: he was trying to get the intro first. And everybody. also
0: who jumped in a little bit early <laughs> oh, before sorry. I introduced her was Heather Harmon.
1: Hey, guys. Hey, guys.
0: So uh, I got to be honest love is just in the air it is love and and i i love love oh. i love love and it's fall it's like mm-hmm. fall festival season yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. okay um cuffing season is, is that what that means <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> cider days is coming up what's some other ones um i don't know i'm surprised you don't know that uh oh. apple butter making days why would I know? apple that? butter making am things? i the only one that Ooh, gets pumpkin dragged spice along? lattes that's not a fall festival. What? It's okay. a fall
1: thing? It's a fall thing. You're okay. right. Sweaters. It's the most fall Hoodies. And, it's the most fall thing. And um, scented candles. Yeah. I've had no less than like 50 of those cold brew pumpkin cream cold brews. There it is. In like two weeks. Wow. I literally get one like every day.
2: This isn't an addiction podcast. This is... <laughs> we're talking love here <laughs> we are sticking on our
0: series about love this is a three-part series so this is week two and we are talking about what to look for in a guy because the girls are looking to take some guys <laughs> to some fall festivals this let's season. go <laughs> oh, jordan takes carissa actually yeah. so it's kind of the kind of the other way around uh, but we've had so many questions about hey what should we be looking for in a guy? And I just want to get this uh, going right away. I know this podcast probably seems like it's for girls because (laughs) girls are like, what should I be looking for in a guy? Which it is. But I also want to say that this is also for the guys because remember, we've set the platform uh, in our past episode, part one. So if you haven't heard that, Check that out. Go listen to this. Um, but really, it's less about finding and it's more about becoming. Yes. Right. So how can you become the guy that girls are looking for? And this isn't a bait and switch, okay? This isn't a <laughs> manipulation tactic. This is how do you become a godly man? Yeah. And so that's kind of what we're talking about for this. And girls, this is the best way to spot red flags if you <laughs> see the opposite of kind of what we're saying in this podcast today. And so uh, when it comes to dating, here's what I know the Bible does not explicitly talk about dating quite a bit it, no, it really it does doesn't at all <laughs> um, yeah, really that wasn't a thing back then I, I know There's I hate the, yeah. hate the burst bubble I hate the burst bubble okay but here's what it does it, it says so many things about evaluation and mm-hmm. how to evaluate uh, people evaluate a spouse evaluate somebody that you're going to be be marrying and so uh, first question I'll kick it off general and then we'll get a little bit more specific and so mm-hmm. what should we be looking for in a guy mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: what should we be looking for in a guy, Heather? Oh man, where do I start? No, I'm kidding. Um, I actually have a, I have a few lists. You want the biblical list or the like six two tall? Wow. You know, no, I'm kidding. That's not a list. Um, I, honestly, the a verse that I was like you said, the Bible doesn't talk about this explicitly like hey when you're dating here's you know a book of the bible you should go so it makes it a little hard but the bible says a lot about like you said evaluation and just like being what it means to be a christ follower and being in community and all of those things and honestly a verse that i fell on and I really liked for for these conversations specifically was first Timothy four twelve and that's don't let anyone look down on you because you are young, but set an example for the believers in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, and in purity. And so again, yes, not specifically speaking for dating, but I think like what better verse right there is like, we can evaluate other believers in their speech and the way that they talk to others and about others, um, and their conduct. So the way that they act around us or around people who maybe are not necessarily evaluating them or they know that they're evaluating them. So do they serve? Are they active in a church community, um, in love the way that they love you and the way that they love other people's. And this one's really important in the way that they love people who can do nothing for them. Them in return, right. so like, how do they treat their servers? How do they treat people when they go out mm-hmm. and they're strangers and like, it, there's not a transactional? How do they treat right. those people? I think that's a huge indicator of the true heart of a person um, and their faith. Obviously, how they what they believe are they actually a Christ follower um, and in purity? And I think this is a big one, and we can maybe get get into this a little bit more later. But specifically in guys, um, you want to look for a guy who's going to lead the way in purity. That's just that's a huge huge thing. And so uh, for me personally, that's the way I filtered, um, this conversation is first, t- first Timothy four twelve.
0: Yeah. And I love that you mentioned the purity aspect. Mm-hmm. Um, so it even says kind of, kind of a great spot to land as well. So I, I love the first Timothy four twelve. Was that it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, there, there's another all throughout Proverbs. It talks about men and women yeah. mm-hmm. and in Proverbs twenty five twenty eight, it says a man without self-control is like a city broken into and left without walls. Yeah. And so here's the deal. So it's kind of like the self-control if they don't lead the way in purity. Here's what I know. Uh, a city without walls, like it brings so much mm-hmm. it brings so much insecurity and mm-hmm. so much destruction. So if you have walls up, it's security and peace. Yep. Mm-hmm. If you don't have any, um, anything could happen. And so here's, here's what I say. Like if a guy that's has good. a temper, if he's a bully, um, if he has like that, re- and here's the deal, he may not have a temper and he may not be a bully to you, but yeah, if he has yeah, that yeah. reputation with others, cause I've heard girls say that all the time, like, well, you know, yeah, he's kind of that with that way with, uh, with other people, but with me, no, he would never be that way. <laughs>
1: yeah. Okay. Cause, cause
0: here's the deal. Once you get married, that flips. Okay. Mm-hmm. He will be that yeah. to you. And that's just, that's just the way that it goes. I can promise you that. Um, and and you, uh, you will be in a situation that is not very peaceful and is not very secure and it's going to lead to a terrible marriage. Mm.
2: And so, uh, that's one that I would hang on to in Proverbs. Yeah. For, for me, I think in terms of health. So a lot of times we think of our, like our own mental health or physical health, all that stuff. We aren't always a great judge of somebody else's health. (laughs) And so when you're looking through, I don't know calling it a checklist, I would look through some main things in a guy. So for you girls out there, here's what you can think through for your guy, for the guys out there, here's what you can look at becoming. So, uh, health and your faith. So that's the, that's the number one. It's cliche. It's said a lot, but are you pursuing after things that are worth pursuing Mm -hmm. in this life? So do you have, is your faith more, Uh, is it just lip service? Is it just to get attention of certain girls or or certain things, or is it an actual uh, life that you're living? So health and faith, health and your view of the future. So do I have values of something that I'm going after? Do I have goals? Do I have aspirations? Do I have something that I'm working towards? Because that not only is uh, good just for you personally in your own health, but it's also very attractive to other people. Mm -hmm. So it, future and uh, vision attract other people and so Look for health in your faith, look for health in your future, and then look for health and family and friends. Like Heather said, how do they treat the people around them? And it's, this is really around community. Can they, have they built a community around them that can support them, that can lift them up during hard times? Or are they more like isolated to themselves? Because that's always a red flag. If, mm-hmm. if they don't have a healthy community around them, surrounding them, calling them to certain things, calling them out from certain things, it, it just... Doesn't bode well for mm-hmm. you when you come together in this, in a relationship, or something. Think. So it's just looking for health. It's looking for health in your faith, in your future, and then like the family and friends around them.
0: Yeah, and so let me let me just pick up where you left off and give kind of a, a real world situation. Mm-hmm. All right. Clearly, I mentioned this last episode that Mel has been watching a lot of Bachelor in Paradise. <laughs> Therefore, I have you been, been watching, watching a lot it. of Bachelor yes. in Paradise. <laughs> yes. Okay. Probably shouldn't admit this, but it's just true. But the things that come up on the show and the way that they handle it is so bizarre to me because it's so against everything that I believe. And it gets me really worked up, actually. And so there's a situation where there's a guy who comes on the the show all right and instantly hits it off with a girl and uh you know a sweet girl he seems like a good guy all right but apparently there's been this book that's written about him about him being verbally abusive (laughs) and and all these different things and his
1: previous engagement yeah in his
0: previous engagement so the girl that he was just with okay the last girl that he's with all these things are coming out and she's like but i just don't get it because he 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 I haven't seen that yet and he mm. and he hasn't been that to me. Yet mm. there have been several confrontations on the show that he's had with other people. Yeah. <laughs> and he has a reputation of that. Yeah. But she continues to sit and say, well, yeah. I haven't experienced yeah. any of that. And it's, it's difficult because one, you'll want to root for them. Okay. You want to be <laughs> yeah. like, well, people can change and, and, and maybe that wasn't true. And, you know, you want to land in that situation. Um, and so here's what I'd say, uh, one, obviously we, we've mentioned this in the past, but like the best indicator of future decisions is past decisions. Correct. Right. So, um, and, and also if there's a short timeline in between those times, I would say you need longer. So um, anything under a year would be extremely scary to hop into anything like that. Mm -hmm. Um, Just because I know you need time to renew your mind if those things are present. But here's what I'd also say. I also know that there's, you know... (laughs) you start dating a great guy. Right. And you think, Oh man, this is awesome. And his ex-girlfriend starts talking bad about him. Okay. Which that's already like a, uh, okay. I, I, you don't know whether or not to believe it. Right. And so I've seen situations like this and people are just like, it's so confusing. I don't know what to do. And so here's what I, here's what I'd ask. How do you, as a, as a guy, okay. You're looking for a guy. Um, how do you overcome maybe a bad past?
1: your own bad past or your your current so like
0: your own bad past if you are a guy how do you overcome even as a girl how do you overcome your past in becoming the the man or woman
1: okay today the man yeah I think I'm following I might butcher this answer because this might not be what you're asking but like (laughs) to me it's just I think okay I'm gonna butcher this answer but If you are not actually healed from something, if it's something that you still think about often, then man, I don't think you should be in a relationship. I mean, we, we kind of touched on this a little bit last week, but like, oftentimes we look towards relationship as something that's going to fix something inside of us an insecurity or a fear or our, uh, the way we feel about our own past. And we just think, well, if I get into a, a relationship with somebody, then that that's all going to be fixed and man, it's only going to be amplified. And so I think for me and, and speaking candidly, like this was something that, that I've had to go through before. And, and, and just doing relationships a very different way than I used to and um, past playing a big part in that. I think it's just being really honest with yourself and um, it's okay if you need to take more time. Here's the thing you have forever, (laughs) you know, you have forever. You really do. And oftentimes we put a timeline on ourselves and we put God in a box and we say, well, I'm going to give this one year. This is my favorite. This is something like a buzzword that we hear a lot in the young adults community is like a year of intentional sing- singleness. And I'm like, ah, oh, I like the idea of it, but it's so subjective because I can put two people in front of me who are in a season of intentional singleness and that's a year or 6 months or whatever it is and it can look very very different. And so I'm just like, man, I hate to to put God in a box and say in one year I'm going to heal from this if in one year you're not healed from it, then is God not good? Like, no, that's not true. So I just think like, and maybe I'm not even answering your question here, but and rambling like I do, but I just think that removing a timeline from any of those things, like, Take the time that it, that it truly takes you not how long it took somebody in your community group or how long it took somebody that you had coffee with this morning. Take the time that it takes you. And I promise you will know if you are healed from that, if you are ready for that situation. Um, And if you're not, then man, just wait a little longer. Keep doing the work.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I think to put an image around what I think Heather's saying here is (laughs) we don't do enough autopsies on our relationships. Mm. Like so often young adults will go from dead relationship to dead relationship without taking the time to figure out what killed it. And you don't do the hard initial work on the front end to say, okay, what what was the bad? What was the good? What did I bring to the table? What did I not bring to the yeah, table? That's so good. And what you do is you end up hurting person after person because you can't figure yourself out. So did. <laughs> and it causes so much pain, and the baggage just begins to weigh on you. Mm-hmm. Just take the time to go a deep dive on your heart. Mm-hmm. Ask people that are close to you, ask people around you hey, what are some things that you saw in my last relationship? And if you don't have that community, that might just be a red flag. Number one, just you better find the community <laughs> that can speak to you yep. and help you dig those things out of you. Because regardless of you end up, if you end up in the perfect relationship after this or not, what you did was hard hard work mm-hmm. on yourself and out of it, you become a better, more rounded yeah. person chasing after the things that that you want to go after in your life.
1: Yeah, man, that's so good. I'm so glad you said that. And we've said this before too, is like when you don't heal from past relationships or experiences, then you hold the wrong people accountable. And Mm. I catch myself doing that so often. And I hate that I do it. Like, I really hate that I do it because the person who I typically take that out on is like the best person I know, you know, and it's like, man, this is a trigger from something that I never took the, the time to heal from. And now the wrong people are being held accountable for it. And that's just not fair.
0: I love that. And one of the things I do love, Dees, it seems like you kind of keep hitting on community. And here's what's so helpful. Kind of what Heather's saying is like, obviously when you have past pain, when you have past, I don't want to say, yeah, baggage from from old relationships, you know Mm -hmm. what still hurts. You know what you've healed from and what you haven't. How do you know If the guy you're about to date has. Mm. Right. How do you know that? And so what I love, what Jordan kept bringing up was the community aspect. Because Mm -hmm. when you do have a guy that's so isolated Mm -hmm. and he doesn't have friends around him or... The guys that he has around him, you don't trust. Right. <laughs> Hi, I'm a red flag. Nice to meet you. Yeah. Like, don't go into that being like, well, maybe he's just misunderstood. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, that was in the past. Mm-hmm. Like, that is not a great start. That's not a great foundation. That's not a good place to.
2: Excuses are dating. the breeding ground for disappointment. Absolutely. So, the more that you're planting excuses for somebody else, what you're going to uh, reap out of that in the long term is just disappointment. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: Well, and you think of like the phrase that people always say, like you said before, like, yeah, he's done it to other people, but like he won't do it to me. Like I'm just different, you know? And it's like, it's just like the rose colored lenses, you know, when you first start dating (laughs) somebody and you're just like, everything they do is cute and funny and the best. And yeah, I may have heard about this other thing, but you know, he's just so great to me or she's just so great to me, whatever it, you know, it goes both ways. And he's like, but I'm just going to follow my heart, you know, follow your heart. That's another thing that we hear all the time, but it's like, (laughs) that is the last thing you should be doing when you're in this season of like brand new person, you know, it's super, exciting I'm learning all of these things and you really are jaded and that's why I'm so glad that you're like hitting community like that because you have to have other people that are like yeah yeah that's cool he's cute or whatever but also like big red flag here i understand that it's hard for you to see but like let let me help you see it and let's talk through that so it's yes.
0: huge following your heart is the quickest way to make a permanent decision mm-hmm. on a temporary emotion, yeah. and so you do not want to get in that uh put put feelings in the driver's seat when it mm-hmm. comes to that situation which i know we're all prone to do when the guy's attractive so uh let's start from the beginning okay okay <laughs> so let's just say that uh Perhaps there is, you know, you're a girl and uh, there is a guy that is asking you out. Okay. <laughs> so is it okay for a guy to slide in your DMS? Is that something, <laughs> is that the guy that you're looking for? Would he do
2: something like that? Jordan Deese. So we might disagree. <laughs> <laughs> I actually say hundred percent go for it. Yeah. But here's the caveat. If you're a guy, here's the number one relationship advice I'll give regardless of context, but I'll give it in this sliding the DMs context right now. Don't be weird. <laughs> like, yes, that That is the number one relationship advice I can give is just so it's if just, he's weird, the girl should be out. Yes, yes. If you get a, if something that just makes you feel uncomfortable mm. or put off or like, it's just gross. That attempt of somebody reaching out to me via social media and saying that like, that's just an automatic, no, don't even give him a shot. <laughs> if, and if you're a guy thinking through like, oh, this is going to be like, this is going to get this so easy. Like I'll look at this girl by this, by this line or by saying this, <laughs> like, just don't be weird. Yeah. Just, Hey, ha, like, Hey, I noticed this or find some yeah. common ground here and start working it that way. Yeah. Don't, don't think you're going to be sly or cool or think that you know what she likes in some way. Just don't be weird. Yeah. <laughs> Reach out, have a conversation and allow that to be the the leading thing instead of trying to come up with some cute, yeah, funny pickup line.
1: For sure. Okay. It turns out we actually totally agree. I thought you were <laughs> going to say like, no, it's weird or whatever, but like what I'm hearing you say there, and this was something that I was going to say as well is like, there has to be, well, there doesn't have to be, but I, in my opinion, as a girl who has received DMS from people that totally at random that I'm like, I have no idea who this person is. That's so weird. It doesn't matter what you come in my DM saying. It can be a not weird thing. But if I have no clue who you are and you say something of like some relevance to my life that only somebody who knows me should know, I'm blocking you.
2: What I don't understand is it seems like, guys that send the weird ones just don't have the internet. Like how have they not seen girls just screenshot what people have said and just yeah. roast them all over the blasted. internet? How have you not seen somebody else do this and just get blasted? Yeah. Why would you, why would you even try? I don't, yeah. that's, a-
1: <laughs> that's fair. But I just think like, if I, I let's like not hang out in the DMS though. Like I feel like yeah. if you want to slide um, in my DMS and there's some, pre- well not now cause I'm taking that. <laughs> hypothetically and you want to get to know me like don't message me first of all don't do it like at one o'clock in the morning or two o'clock in the morning you know what i mean like so weird like i automatically think your intentions are just oh not your
0: intentions are not pure Yeah. yeah
1: and so but like if you i i do think this is a good way to to initially reach out because Let's face it. It's hard. It it takes a lot of courage to just come up to a girl. I'm sure. And I empathize with that and say, Hey, I'm interested in getting to know you more. Would you like to grab coffee this weekend or something like that? But so if you want to do that in the DMs, yes, but in my opinion, like don't just like try to get to know me via Instagram or whatever, like, message me say what I just said I think that's a good one like if there is that context of like hey you know we serve in the same ministry like I've seen you around and stuff I would like to get to know you more and it can be totally platonic like it doesn't have to be like super weird you know and invite that person to coffee and then ask those questions but don't you know that's a thing that I that I think sometimes guys mess up on is like they slide in your dms or get your number or something and then they ask all of these questions and it's like man why don't you take me to coffee and ask me these questions that's <laughs> a,
0: that's exactly it and so that's where i'd say beware of the man who doesn't put in any effort
1: yes and oh my and that, that, that's
0: the easiest way um to do something like that is just to slide in the dms and, and and there's a difference between a guy you've literally never met before yep and there's a difference between a guy who uh, okay we've had some conversations yeah. and i know him he, maybe he's from church maybe yeah. he's from uh my work maybe he's from and like we've talked to couple times <laughs> yeah good enough to be like i know i could name his name yeah. if i saw him on the street okay right. yeah Th- there's a difference when it comes to that and then i'd also say beware of the guy who does everything in private. Mm-hmm. So there, there are those guys who will not take girls on dates. will mm-hmm. not go to a public place with them. will not, their yep. intentions are not pure. Mm-hmm. Not at all. I just straight up. Okay. Um, and, <laughs> and, uh, I have a line that I probably shouldn't say here. <laughs> oh, I need it. I it need can't it. can be
1: worse <laughs> than the one Jordan gave a few weeks ago. <laughs>
0: Here's the deal. Guys like that want to undress you physically, but never want to be naked emotionally with you. And, yeah. That Come is. On, that's John. just how it is, and so I know. Um, it- it, you know the, the, I've seen that so many times where girls are so confused because well they don't, you oh know they, he doesn't want to define anything and yes. the, you know he doesn't and, and it's like that is not the guy that you want no nope. oh, the guy so that you want will bring clarity to a relationship 100%. and he will be transparent in everything yeah there aren't games that are going to be played um, this is this is a guy who wants to be clear about his intentions mm-hmm. and he has the maturity to be able to communicate those mm-hmm. intentions right. if you uh, have a relationship that you can only you know deal with conflict over text if you have Mm -hmm. a relationship where you can only like this is not a mature relationship this is a high school relationship if you're in high school Sorry. Sorry.
2: <laughs> and if his intentions true. aren't clear to you, they're probably not clear to him. Absolutely. And that's not a road you want to go down. No. Well,
1: and I'm so glad that you said that. Like literally, I think if I could only give one answer to like, what's something that you should look for in a guy, like a guy who eliminates confusion and yes. brings forth clarity. Yeah. Like that's literally one of the most important, like that's biblical for the man to lead in the relationship and to be the leader of the relationship. Leaders eliminate confusion. And I think that's like a frustration as a girl who's been in the dating seen in her early twenties. Like, it's just like, man, what are we doing? Like we hang out all the time. We talk all the time, but like, we never, it's all surface level. We never have a conversation. We never have the DTR, you know, define the relationship or whatever. And like, as a girl, there is nothing more unattractive than a guy, than a, like a passive guy, than a guy who's unwilling to like lead those conversations and to just eliminate that confusion and say, here's how i feel about you or whatever and also like i hate that it has to get to this but also there's so many girls who i talk to that they're like "Well, i just don't know like if he likes me like i like him i'm mm-hmm. into him yep. but like i don't know he hasn't really said it and we hang out and blah blah, blah. i'm like ask him like I'm, I'm sorry that you have to do that but like at this point you you've, you told me you like him you you know so just yeah. say hey i i just want to know like i don't want to waste your time like my intentions for this relation or for this whatever it is is that i would like for that to progressed relationship, yeah. I feel like I'm in a season where I'm ready for that to be the next step. And if it's not for you, totally respect that. But I just want to set the boundary that if like, you're not looking for a relationship out of this, then I don't think it's like beneficial.
0: The, the confusion makes for great movies. It makes for a terrible yeah, relationship. 100%. And, uh, so other than kind of removing confusion, bringing mm-hmm. clarity, what are some other ways that, um, a guy can spiritually lead that a girl can spot and say, okay, that's the type of guy I'm looking for. hmm
2: yeah, for me, so I, it is biblical that there, the guy would set the tone, like would lead in a relationship, but here's kind of how I approach it. If a guy is following Jesus and a girl is following Jesus, the way that I approach it in my relationship is that, yeah, I, I believe in leading and I love to lead, but the best way for me to do that is to listen more than I lead mm. in my relationship. I would, if if I know that the girl has a solid relationship with Jesus, has her own relationship with Jesus and is following after what God has put in her life, who am I to say like, no, 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 no. You follow me here and mm. I'll teach you how to do it. I'll lead how to do it the best way for you to model what Jesus did is to be able to listen mm-hmm. to somebody that is already following Jesus cuz that's what Christianity is all about we're we're all in community we're all learning from each other I get in trouble when I say, no, 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 listen, honey, I'm the one leading here. <laughs> yep. Like I'm the one that's supposed to do this. Yep. It's not the case. I'd, re- I'd
0: rather mm. listen than, than lead. That is going to bleed into so many different facets of life. And obviously it says in James, Christ followers should be quick to listen, slow to speak. And it's going to be that way in conflict. If it's not, if it's not if present in your relationship right away, you know, and, and you realize they're, you know, always wanting you to see their perspective, they're yep. always pushing you somewhere because they are the leader um, yep. and they're never quick to listen. In fact, they're quick to show their perspective and be right. You know, there's, there's a, uh, that's just not a good situation that you want to be in. And so you, you want a man that's quick to listen, slow to speak, yep. and that's going to bleed into uh, so many different facets. Mm-hmm.
1: I think another thing, and we kind of touched on it a little bit, but can you repeat the question one more time?
0: Absolutely. So it's how, basically how can a guy spiritually lead in a relationship? Okay, so how can right. a girl spot that guy's yep. leading and maybe they're, maybe they're in a relationship together. Yeah. How can you spot that, that guy's leading?
1: Okay, perfect. So I want to come back to the purity thing. Cause I do think that is such a huge, like, Area of discussion in the young adults world And personally when I sit across the table From girls it's a re- it's it's an area In relationships that is really really hard Especially when nobody's leading Like when the guy's not leading it, you know, It's already hard enough but then also the girl's like Well I don't feel strong enough to lead right. And
0: there's a million excuses I'm a nine on the
1: enneagram Yeah okay. yeah yeah oh 100% well and he's supposed to lead And I don't want you know and then mm-hmm. there's also This crazy there's so many Levels to it but then it's this thought of like Well wait he'll break up with me then Like if I set yep. this boundary or if right. I draw mm-hmm. this line Mm -hmm. then we'll break up and I don't want to break up and then it's like all of like there's just so many things so I think like has to be that's a huge way that you can spot if he is leading you spiritually because like okay so jonathan Pakuda, jp he does this heard of him yeah you may have heard of him this pastor he does this friday questionnaire thing on his instagram every friday people ask questions and it's if you follow him for any length of time you see the same questions Mm -hmm. over and over and over again and they and it's it always starts with this so i'm dating this guy that's such a great christ follower he's the best christ follower i know (laughs) or i'm dating this girl who's relentlessly pursuing the lord but we're consistently and that's the key word we're consistently having problems with setting boundaries physical boundaries or we're yep. consistently following it falling into sexual sin blah 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 and jp's like and he puts it bluntly but he's like okay so you're like he's actually not a persistent christ yeah. follower like he's not following christ he's not following christ because he, like here's the thing you will never follow christ into sexual sin <laughs> like just you just you can't do it you know and it's like let's stop lying to ourselves one of like the what does being a Christ follower mean? It doesn't mean going to church every Sunday together and snapping an Instagram pic and then going home and no relational, physical, emotional, it doesn't, doesn't, you know, boundaries. And so it's just so funny because every week he gets that question and every week he answers it because he's like, let me, let me just tell you this. You will never follow Jesus into sexual sin. You will never follow Jesus into addiction, like all of those things. So like, let's be really honest with ourselves of what a Christ follower is. Like, I think we're just kind of, we're giving that term away too loosely, especially in dating like oh he goes to church oh he's a Christ follower not synonymous like it's not the same thing it's not the same thing so for me like that's always and especially with sexual sin being a part of my story that's an area that I'm always going to be more overtly aware of if he's leading in that area especially after I've shared it with him and said hey this is a part of my story and a part of my past that like God is still redeeming and like using me to help other people and and then if he's going to take all of that and still not lead me in purity get out of there run like I don't know what scripture it is but but it says literally flee. It doesn't, it says run, don't walk. And so I just, for me, and it, and I think it can be personal. Like there's a million things that you can look for and you even hit on it earlier. It's probably more easy to spot the things that he's not doing than the things that he is doing, but I still think that's beneficial.
0: Yeah, and uh, let me get this straight real quick. Yeah. What we're not saying is that he doesn't sin because clearly yeah. um, right. <laughs> there's nobody like that. Um, except for Jesus. You know and so the the one thing that I do want to look at it, it, it's the response to that, yeah. So when boundaries are you know met or crossed, what yep. is the response mm, to those things? Because that is going to be a telling hand yep. on what his relationship with Christ looks like. Yeah, is good. it is it one where he is quick to listen, so to speak? Is it one where he is uh, quick to repent and ask for forgiveness and then change his ways, or is it one? That's yeah. not a big deal. Yeah. You know, I'll follow, I'll follow Christ in every line. other way. Yes. Or we've
1: already crossed yes. this line. So, you know, what's the point? And I, I like, I'm really glad that you hit on that because there is grace and we're not saying that nobody, right. Yeah. You know, like we all sin and we all fall short, but like the thing, like grace is a safe place for sinners, but it is not a safe place for sin. Mm. And I think so many times we get that confused and we use that as like this crutch of like, oh, but grace, like, thank God for Jesus. You know, we Jesus <laughs> died on the cross for that very sin. Hmm. A mistake repeated more than once is a decision. And at some point you have to decide that like, if this is important enough to me, if I am truly a Christ follower, if this is the foundation of my life, then I've got to get serious. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> I got worked up there. <laughs> Let's go.
0: All right. Um, I'm going to land it softly with one last question because this is actually a question I've probably gotten three or four times this past week. Really? It is. And is this question, how long should I date before getting oh engaged? Oh gosh. And and cuz cuz here's the deal ultimately, well, I would traditionally for and this doesn't have to be this way traditionally for most relationships the guy will ask the girl. So, um, <laughs> right. you know, uh what should you look for in a guy? How long should you date before you say yes to that proposal? Okay?
1: As long as This is a hill I'm willing to die on as well. (laughs) As long as it takes to evaluate if that person is... A suitable spouse or not? Dating right. is for evaluation. Mm. Again, Ben Stewart, I I say this every week, but it's yep. so important. It's a process to walk through, not a status to sit in. And again, before I was a Christ follower, I was like, man, y'all Christians are crazy. You date for five minutes and then you get married. Like how you know that was Ring the craziest. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it was the craziest thing to me. But now I'm like, oh okay, because before dating was just like, yeah, you date whoever and right. you either break up or you get married. Whatever, no big yeah. deal. Like dating didn't really mean anything to me. And now. Now I'm like, oh my gosh! Okay, I understand. Like, I totally get it. I totally get it. You're evaluating if this person is a suitable spouse for you, and if it is, and you're you have boundaries and and all of those things, then like you should date long enough to discern that, and then you should just get married. Like, I truly think it's that yeah. simple. And again. Jesus, God doesn't see us as boyfriend and girlfriend. He sees us as brother and sister in Christ, and he sees us as husband and wife. That's it. Like we humans overcomplicate that entire process. Evaluate yes or no, married or not. Like it's yeah. literally that, it, in my opinion.
0: It, and it, ultimately, I obviously we we think of it all the time as like, oh my gosh, okay, he completes me. Two halves make a whole. Oh, in fact, you're two whole people that become um, one, right. Yeah. When you get married. Yeah. So is this what a person that you want to become one with? But I love, I love the evaluation aspect because here's the deal. The last thing I want is for you to date three years and be like, well, we had nowhere to go for the last two yeah. years yeah. except for fall into temptation. <laughs> 100%. Um, but the other thing I don't want is for you to date for eight months, everything's physical. And then you're like, well, we didn't really talk about a lot of stuff. Yep. Cause yeah. it's like there, there, you have to be going somewhere, but I've met so many people who are like, we dated for eight months. And I was like, Of course, why wouldn't we get married? This is a no brainer. All of our friends say, like, and and maybe those one people that, like, you don't actually have a lot of stock in, they say, well, be careful because they've gone through two divorces. Okay. But But I'd say if you're both pursuing Christ, And you found out everything that you need to know about that. Like don't overcomplicate it. You you have your friends, you have your parents for it. You prayed about this. You don't have a big sin issue. That's, that's, you know, confusing your mind or, or pulling you away from Jesus.
1: Yep. That's it.
2: Then, then what, what are you waiting for?
1: Right.
0: And
2: it's the, so dating is the evaluation piece. Engagement is like, okay, how do we start to, meld these two people together. Meld and mold. I like that. It's like it's,
1: logistically you're saying? Right. It's yeah.
2: it's the okay, wh- I know that we talked about the surface level of stuff on finances when we were dating. <laughs> you have your own bank account. I am my own bank account, <laughs> yeah, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> but once it's like I remember the biggest thing was NBA 2K was coming out right before I got engaged. <laughs> And I was legitimately worried because we had just like we had just started like talking like okay this this could be happening this is what we'd be like when we get married do we want to combine our finances early what would mm-hmm. we do and I'm waiting to combine our finances so I can buy so video could buy a game so you could buy the game yeah <laughs> like a sixty dollar game and I'm trying to like hold it back like no no we'll just do it in a couple of weeks we'll do it th- three weeks from now or, or, wait
1: the engagement or the game
2: the so combining combining bank accounts our oh accounts okay okay okay, okay. so. It's stuff like that where you're like, okay, this is actually becoming real. Like two Mm -hmm. people are actually becoming one. And it's just as silly as a bank account. But you have to realize that once we start going down this road, it's not like we're molded together forever in an engagement. But you start to have the pieces fitting together. And the closer that they get to being welded together the harder it is to break it up Mm. and the more pain it's going to cause when that happens and the more friction that's going to come from it so as you're approaching it just think in your head okay how can we do this with the most grace possible Mm -hmm. and how can i approach this by honoring the other person knowing that once we get on this road it's going to be harder to come back from it yeah absolutely uh
0: so uh, hopefully that gives you some sort of grasp on hey what you should be looking for a guy and if you're a guy if you're a girl and if you're a guy it's what should i be coming be becoming as a guy and and i think one of the biggest things just to 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 bring it all back together okay girls look for a guy is going to bring clarity to those situations because Mm -hmm. everything we talked about is situational Mm -hmm. and a lot of those things is just okay if you don't know where you stand with that Get clarity on it. If yes. he doesn't yes. have answers, it means he has not thought about it. If he does <laughs> yeah. not have answers on marriage, if he does not have answers on where he would want to take you in the future, what your relationship is gunning for. If he doesn't have if he says he loves you, but he doesn't have answers on why he loves you. Those are all <laughs> things That you need clarity on before you move to the next step, the next phase, whatever that looks like. And so if you don't have answers on that, pause. And uh, I think one of the things that goes without saying that I don't think we did mention, but it's the most important piece is obviously he has to have a foundation in Christ. Yep. And so uh, we'll, we'll end each episode this way, but man, he it, it absolutely, absolutely has to have a foundation in Christ. And and we talk through some of those things to watch out for of it's easy to throw around the word Christian. It's easy <laughs> to be drugged to church every Sunday, mm-hmm. but do you see the fruits of that, um, uh, of that person? And you love the way that they love. Do they love like Jesus loves? Do they mm-hmm. uh, serve like, um, you know, like, like Jesus serves? So uh, those are things to be looking out for. And the number one concern would be that. And so, uh, hey, that's all we got for what to look for in a guy. Come on. All right. <laughs> and so, uh, again, if you have any questions, if you have any thoughts, if you have any situations that you're in that we maybe didn't cover specifically, we'd love to help answer that. Uh, bring some scripture to that. Uh, you can always email us at what is the point at northpointchurch.tv, or slide into our DMs <laughs> at np the point. But don't be weird. Yeah. Don't be weird. Don't be weird. Before midnight. <laughs> Before. <laughs> don't ask if I'm up at one. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, we love you guys. We'll see you next week. Bye, guys. Yeah.